Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focused on the topic, Trust and Obey, based on our reading of 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse 2. Let us hear what the Word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. Then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make a window in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shall not eat thereof. If we continue to lean onto our own understanding, we are never going to trust in the Lord and believe in his words. Why do we find it so difficult to believe the word of the Lord, what the word of the Lord said? Why do we find it so difficult to accept that what the Lord said in his words he means? In 2 Kings chapter 7, we find a very powerful message that reminds us of the importance of believing in the word of the Lord. Elisha gave the king a prophecy found in verse 2. Let us read it. Then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shalt not eat thereof. By the time we get to the end of the story, everything happened exactly as the Lord said it would. Look at what happened to the Lord whom the king had leaned his hands. In verse 18 to 20, this is what the word of the Lord said. And it came to pass, as a man of God had spoken to the king, saying, Two measure of barley for a shekel, and a measure of fine oil for a shekel, shall be tomorrow about this time in the gate of Samaria. Verse 19. And that Lord answered the man of God and said, Now behold, if the Lord should make windows in heaven, might such a thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine own eyes, but shalt not eat thereof. And so it fell out upon him, for the people trod upon him in the gate, and he died. End of quote. Today, the Lord is reminding us of the importance of believing in his word. God told us not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers because light and darkness have nothing in common. Although the Lord did not explicitly say in this passage of Scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, what the consequences would be, the Bible provides sufficient evidence of the negative effects this action will have on the spiritual life of Christians. Some of us read this text and draw the conclusion that God doesn't really mean that two persons from two different denominations cannot get married. Once they both believe in God, that should be enough. When are we going to lean on to stop leaning onto our own understanding? When are we going to learn that God means what He says? Are we going to wait until we reap the consequences of disobedience before we understand that we must trust in the Lord and never lean to our own understanding? God told us that we must be perfect, even as our Father in heaven is perfect. Many of us have read this passage of scripture 
and come to the conclusion that because of our kindly nature, God does not expect us to really become perfect. We come to the conclusion that perfection in this life is unattainable and something that Christians should not desire to achieve. But how could we come to this conclusion when God provided conclusive evidence that men who were born in sin and shaped in iniquity attained to perfection? God translated Enoch and Elijah before they had attained perfection. And it is not me, sorry, God translated Enoch and Elisha because they had attained perfection. These two men, along with Moses, who were resurrected from the dead, are enjoying the fruits of being an overcomer. These three men allow the Holy Spirit to complete the work of transformation in their heart, and now they are benefiting from trusting in the Lord with all of their heart. If we continue to lean onto our own understanding, just like the unbelieving Lord in 2 Kings chapter 7, we are never going to believe the word of the Lord completely. I'm not sure how many of us realize that unless we trust in the Lord and believe his words completely, we are never going to gain the victory over our carnal nature. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, said the following, Divine threatenings will as surely be accomplished as divine promises. He that believeth not shall be damned, stands as firm as he that believeth shall be saved. This Lord was trodden to death by the people in the gate, either by accident, the crowd being exceedingly great, and he in the thickest of it, or perhaps designatedly, because he abuses power, and was impervious in restraining the people from satisfying their hunger. However, it was, God's justice was glorified, and the word of Elisha was fulfilled. He saw the plenty, for the silencing and shaming of his unbelief, corn cheap without opening windows in heaven, and therein saw his own folly in prescribing to God, but he did not eat of the plenty he saw. When he was about to fill his belly, God cast the fury of his wrath upon him, and it came between the cup and the lip, justly as are those that tantalize with the world's promises that think themselves tantalized with the promises of God. If believing shall not be seen, seeing shall not be enjoying. This matter is repeated, and the event very particularly compared with the prediction that we might take special notice of it and might learn. One, how deeply God resents our distrust of him, of his power, of his providence and his promise. Two, how uncertain life and the enjoyments of it are. Three, how certain God's threatenings are and how sure to alight on the guilty and obnoxious heads. End of quote. I pray that we will continue to allow the Holy Spirit to help us to trust in the Lord and believe in his word. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for reminding us, trust and obey. There is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Help us, Lord, to trust your words, to depend upon you, to guide us, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.